Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Coronavirus Stories, this time from the northwest of England, and a man who can no longer do his job because it involves going into old people's homes and care homes where residents are deemed to be at greater risk of catching the virus. This is a man, though, who has been following his dream and who now has lost his livelihood, at least for the time being. But in times like these, we all have to be resourceful. And as you'll hear... He has a plan. So my name's Jimmy O'Donnell. I live in uh, in Blackpool in Lancashire. Uh, my day job is I'm self-employed. Uh, I run a reminiscence project called Lancashire Memories, although I'll work anywhere where people are interested in, in sharing memories. And uh, I particularly support a lot of people living with dementia. I work in a lot of care homes. I also do work in schools and uh, I've started doing training as well. It's all around the whole area of reminiscence. And what exactly does a reminiscence session in a, a care home involve then? Well, a variety of things. I try to make my reminiscence sessions as interesting as possible, as varied, and uh, to connect to everybody that's there. So a session will be typically 60 to 90 minutes. Um, I It's an audio-visual presentation that I use, so I use you know uh, amplifier and, uh, and screen projector. Um, it will it will take people through on a, what I call a trip down reminiscence lane. It'll include music from the past and songs, uh, photographs and images, using uh, connecting people to that biggest library in the world, which is the internet, which has you know a lot of things which are part of people's lives and stories that older people don't necessarily get access to on a, a daily basis, and we take for granted to find those things that. Uh, that, that enliven people's lives, that bring people uh, not into the past, but connect to the past and, and make it a, a conversation in the present moment. So it'll include, I play old gramophone records, I've got a few old gramophones. It certainly includes uh, laughter and, and smiles. And uh, it's finding those things that connect, or I, what I call opening up a, a little room in the palace of memories of the mind and heart. Everybody has millions of memories and experiences and and the more we can connect to people the more we can get the brains working you know the brain is a muscle that needs to be exercised so the more we can exercise it and the more we can find those things that put smiles on faces the better and that's the, that's the joy of my on my daily work and are these primarily people with dementia or might they be other older people as well yeah, older people generally. I, I work with some younger people because care homes often have people of all ages, but mostly it's older people. Uh, I, I, I never ask the question whether somebody has dementia. Sometimes it's it's clearer than than at other times, but certainly work with with everybody. But my particular um, passion is to uh, is to make those. I said make those connections with people especially those who have memory loss and memory difficulties and to find the things that help them to to celebrate the things the the, the aspects of their stories and their lives that, uh, that you know everybody's worthy of of those connections being made and 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 when you see smiles on faces and words come into lips of songs that maybe somebody hasn't sung for um, you know sometimes 50 60 70 years and and I'll start a song and somebody will start singing and then somebody else will start to sing it. And, and I'll say, when was the last time you sang that? And they'll say, you know, the 40s, the 50s. Well, that's a beautiful thing to do, isn't it? So it's a pretty rewarding job for you then, uh, Jimmy. I know you you used to be a teacher, you told me earlier, but this is a different kind of challenge, I suppose, and a, but, but still a great reward from it. It's 
amazing. I mean, I, as it happens, I trained to be a priest at one stage. I didn't tell you that, Adrian. Um, then I met my wife on a night out in Blackpool, so there's another story. Uh, I, um, I took then a different vocation, went into uh, you know, teaching for a number of years, teaching religious education, and then going to the other end of the spectrum. And I do work in schools because I think the intergenerational relationships are absolutely fundamental in our fight against dementia and loneliness and isolation. So I, I work on on encouraging that as well, but that's another part of my project. But yeah, it's very, very rewarding. Uh, it's it's my joy every day to do it. It was something that I believe, you know, fits my personality, and uh, you know, it works. Uh, you know, the, I suppose the proof of the pudding is in is in the bookings, and and I'm well. I was up till last week, very, very busy. So, just tell me how quickly and how dramatically coronavirus interfered with your work. <laughs> ridiculously quickly um, from being from being able to say that I had very little space in my diary for bookings. You know, I, I was working every afternoon up till the 18th of May, um, weekday afternoons and some weekends, most mornings, some evenings. Uh, and so I was very much full time. Uh, and now, safe to say, I have nothing, no work at all uh, until, I'd say, June. Everybody's cancelled. Or is about to cancel, and you know that's um, the way that it is. It was a it was a, cl- a cliff top experience for me. I just watched my business. I built it up for four years, and it was devastating. I mean, I, I, I cried, and I, you know, but I, I decided to have a, a weekend feeling sorry for myself, but also during that weekend, try to think what can I do to both, um, you know, fight back against coronavirus, do something that that during the midst of all of this is. Uh, is life giving is connecting to people and I, the last few days have been absolutely extraordinary uh, I've spent I've, I've been working busier not you know I mean obviously financially I've not heard anything since uh, since since Thursday evening was my last session and then you know it's only a few days but it's looking bleak for the next while so I had to think of ways in which I could make ends meet pay my mortgage try not to have to go on the benefit system if I possibly could uh, uh, and that's what I'm doing so I've been uh, Hugely edified and supported by so many people. Tried to get online through Twitter and Facebook as much as possible to tell people, to contact as many care settings as possible and put it out there because my idea is to to do something now. My new idea is to do what I was doing before, uh, to open it up to not just the care homes that I go to. Well, that's my primary purpose, to connect to all my friends and residents and people that I've met, to support those uh, staffing care homes. But to do it uh, to do it uh, through videos, to do it through um, you know virtually, if you like. So this is your plan then to kind of fight back against coronavirus is to is to put what you do onto videos, put them online, and allow people to interact with them in that way. Yeah, uh, uh, there's various ways of doing things, and I suppose that I'm right at the start of it because this is a this was a, a crisis situation. So what I'm doing is uh, you know. The, the the massive the huge effect on um, of locking down care settings is just unbelievable. So how can I virtually open the door and virtually be there and virtually be you know I can't stand it. It's not. I, mean, I go to care homes and they say, "Oh, Jimmy, the memory man's here." Well, I laugh because I I forget things as much as anybody. But um, you know, I, I love my work, and if I can be there on the telly, if you like, or on a screen. 
if I can't be there in person, then what's the next best thing? So at the moment I'm producing, and it's it's hard work because it's a big steep learning curve about doing things differently. But I'm producing uh, sixty to ninety minutes uh, reminiscence uh, session videos, including a lot of things that I normally do. Um, and then the plan is that they're not ready to go yet, but I've got a friend who's producing and editing them. But in the next few days, I'll roll those out. I'll tell the world about them. And uh, everybody can have the, uh, you know, Kirsten's going to have the first one for free to see if it's something that works. If there's a care home out there, then, you know, contact me and um, I'll send a a link. It'll be done by, uh, you know, a a link that they can open up then on their laptops and an email and see if it works, see see how it is. It's my passion and I'm hoping that I can touch the lives of thousands of people. Mm. And moment uh jimmy from our previous conversation before we started recording you told me that when you do this work a lot of it is bespoke it will be particular to some of the people in a care home setting or to a particular area we're going to be able to do that when it's a film uh, and it might be going out more generally i suppose my, my my big thing is to get some to start doing something to get something out to people that uh, well, what are we in at the moment? I, I was recording and putting things together that are to do with springtime, you know, uh, films of, you know, can imagine being in a care home and, and you're not able to get outside. So, you know, Spring Lambs, uh, there's a wonderful video that I use for that, of music, of St. Patrick's Day, of uh, connecting even to St. David's Day, which is the start of the month. And, you know, giving people a bit of bit of Tom Jones, a bit of, uh, um, you know, even Blackpool Seafront here, we are in Blackpool, films of Blackpool of um a lot of things to do with with ireland uh and you know even i, I kind of i have a little co-presenter my little dog poppy margaret she's called and she she's on the video so i'll i'll introduce each little section and she'll be part of it she's beloved of all the people that in the care homes that i visit as well this is your co-host your dog <laughs> so the idea is that the care homes that you've got a relationship with will still be able to get the service that you provide, albeit virtually rather than in person. It's the scope as well, do you think, to to kind of push beyond those care homes then and maybe turn these very troubling moments in our national life into a positive and, and maybe grow your audience as well? That would be wonderful. I mean, I, I, I look at... I, I started off this is my business, this is my life. And when you leave a teaching job, I was ahead of year as well. And uh, when you leave that and step into nothing and starting from scratch, it was a crazy thing really, but it was, you know, um, it, was a, it was a vocational thing. And I decided this was the way in which I was going to make a difference to the world, hugely supportive wife and family. Uh, and yeah, the, and then going to enough places and finding out that if you produce something that's valuable, that people will value it, and that means paying for it. And so I have a lot of care homes now that are happy to to pay for me to go. I was up in Newcastle upon Tyne, but mostly it's on the, in the northwest, uh, up as far as Penrith. I'll go anywhere, but if I can, of course, you can go anywhere in the world now through the the, the wonders of the World Wide Web. So, yeah, I mean, anybody who's interested in sharing precious memories in the work that I do, then, you know, they can get in touch with me by all means. Good luck to you. And uh, I hope you thrive, turning a, a negative, hopefully, into a positive. We'll speak again. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you very much, Adrian, and to everybody out there.
That's Jimmy O'Donnell. My great thanks to Jimmy, who you can contact via the Lancashire Memories Facebook page. And don't forget, if you've got a story that you want to share on coronavirus stories, just get in touch. You can email goldbergradio at gmail.com and you can follow me on Twitter at Goldberg Radio. Thanks for listening and stay safe.